Welcome, everybody, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show where we talk about what's going on in the nerdy world. And if you are an avid listener of the show, you know that I am not CJ Mellon. (laughs) I am Brian Thornton. I am joined here by Joshua Burns and only Joshua Burns. It's a Burnston's episode. What up? CJ cannot join us. From what I understand, he's currently lost in a sea of Josh's farts. Mm, He's actually... um it's not lost in a sea. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a pig. What just goes around farting, but he is. He does. CJ does sit in a chair of farts. And here's yes. here's what I mean. I said, "Hey guys, super excited. Just got a new chair. Gonna get rid of this old one, right?" I and, and I take a picture that I just put out my old, like my my that kind of nerd chair that I've had for a few years. I put it down at the curb. And there's CJ going, you know what, man? I'm going to pack the family up in the car. I'm going to come get that chair. Perfectly good chair. And I said, dude, that's a chair full of farts. You don't want that chair. CJ said, I want that chair. It's nicer than what I got. CJ is so cheap that he will take dumpster chairs. Yes, that's what I heard. CJ sits in it. And and this is this is not my Christian says CJ sits in daddy's old sweaty fart chair. <laughs> Well done, well done, Christians. Well, uh, for today's episode, uh, without CJ, I, I, I am obligated to tell you that we do have uh, an intro to our podcast. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about us and what the show is about, you can go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com. You can listen to some of the stuff there, or you can do what I always like to do and pick an episode at random, Price is Right style, <laughs> and just go ahead and listen to that. I'm going to recommend an episode 111. I have no idea what's going on with one, it. One, one, go for it. One dollar. One, one, one. Uh, you could also always uh, help support us through our Patreon at patreon.com slash that kind of nerd with multiple tiers. We even have a special bonus episode you will get for a $10 donation or more. So go ahead and check that out. Um, but since CJ's not here and we're just committing all sorts of structure and we know, listeners, you guys know how much I love sports. <laughs> I wanted to take this entire episode. Let's talk about sports. I hear they're fun. There is some balls or pucks in play sometimes, and uh, I I wanted to get Josh's thoughts of the world of sports right now because I'm told things are not going your way, sir. Uh, Well, it's just this evening. I'm I'm actually I'm split screen here. I have I have your lovely face on half of my desktop and the uh, Yankees happy side. Yeah, the happy side. The Yankees Red Sox game on the other half, and they are they are currently down five one. They did just put one up on the board, but I'm I'm just like. All right, look, the Yankees and Red Sox have not met in the postseason since uh, those fateful four days in October in 2004 that positively ruined my life, and I'm still not over it. Um, I don't know any Yankees fan that is over it. Um, Didi just – did he just hit it in it? No, he's safe. He didn't hit into a double play. He was very close. We scored another one. We have not seen them in 14 years. Brian, 14 fucking years. That is a long time. That is, in fact, almost half my lifespan. Brian, do you ever see Green Street Hooligans? Um, Way back in my blockbuster but, working days, yes. But you've seen it, right? I has, yes. Okay. We, uh, the Yankees, when I say we, I am referencing myself as part of this professional baseball organization. We uh, won the wild card just the other night, and the feeling... And the vibe in 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 Yankees Empire in 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 Yankees universe right now is one of when um, 
uh, West Ham United drew Millwall in that. Okay. Right. And they were right. all standing up screaming. Yes. Like, bring it on. We haven't seen them in a decade. Yes. That's what's happening. Gotcha. Right. It, this is, oh, I, I need a win. I need a win. It's a long series. I don't necessarily need a win tonight, but I'm going to disclaimer everyone listening to this show. I am, it, we're, we're, in, we're in the top of the sixth. I am watching this split screen. If I react favorably, unfavorably, it's your, at this point, you're choosing to continue listening. That's all I'm going to say to you. This episode of That Kind of Nerd is brought to you by Josh's random screams and uh, chants <laughs> during the episode. Hope you all enjoy it. Um, if that is, they don't get edited out. But there's your, there's your sports rant, right, for the for the <laughs> week. So, like, whatever whatever else follows is nerdy world. Let's do it. Man in it. Man in it. <laughs> CJ would be really upset if I didn't do that. So <laughs> It's do a deer. do a deer. do a deer. <laughs> Um, I do want to take a second to uh, to address the uh, elephant in the room. That elephant being New York City Comic Con is happening this weekend right now as we speak. I am not there because I am sad. And uh, we will be talking about it in all its nitty-gritty detail. We do have a couple stories that came out of New York City Comic Con that we're going to touch on today. But next week is going to be the week for that. The Also, the, that will be the week of our Venom spoiler cast. I have seen it. <laughs> I will not share my views just yet. We're going to give you all time to go ahead <laughs> and watch this movie and draw your own conclusions. And then next week, come on back. We're Brian will tell you Venom. what it's really about. I'm going to tell you the straight talk, Venom style. But we're going to do all that next week. So if you guys were thinking, oh, we're going to get some really cool comic book news, this is not going to be that episode we're talking about next week's episode. But let's start off the show by talking about movies and the world of televisions, the big screens and the small screens in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Mm. So first on the docket, and I, I think this is absolutely hilarious. I got this uh, via text message to from my brother that then I <laughs> sent to you, Josh, and you had the same exact reaction that I had. Damon Wayne's announced that after this season of Lethal Weapon, he will no longer be playing Murtaugh. After the entire controversy that happened with Clayton Crawford, we lost Riggs, as we all know, at the beginning of this season. Now we're not going to have a Murtaugh. And Did you I'm listen to so that sh- podcast? Which podcast? The, the, the one the, that CJ sent. The Clayton Crawford right? interview? I did not I did not listen to the Okay, I listened, I listened no. to the whole thing, right? And uh-huh. and to to hear Clayton Crawford's side of it, it really what this sounds like to me, and and confirmed sort of by the last season of filming and what I've seen so far, Damon Wayans refused to do any action. He refused to really move faster than a brisk stroll. Mm-hmm. And if you if you watched last season, I watched most of it. If you watched the first episode of this season, everything with him in action is a cut shot. You don't see him. You don't see him. You don't see him. It's just, it's, it's obviously a, a stunt cock. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just there. Sure. So Damon Wayans chased Clayne Crawford off this series and then bailed on it because he didn't want to do it anyway because it's clear, like he wanted it to be the Murtaugh show. Mm-hmm. And then they signed up this other guy who's got a troubled past. And, and by the way, they way oversold that shit. <laughs> in episode one, it was not fantastic. Well, they're also going to introduce a female version of Riggs, a female Riggs this season as well. I read. Uh, what, yeah, you can't have a. N- I know, I know, can, I know. But there can only be one. There, there. It, it is like Highlander. There can only be one. I agree. 
Does the Kurgan lop one of their heads off? Because <laughs> that's a show I would watch. Like if that a Kurgan lopped one of their heads off. Maybe that's how this season ends, because I don't see how this show continues. Oh, anymore. God, I loved it so much. Clayne Crawford was perfect. They've killed it for me. I'm so angry about it. Yeah, I actually, I have not watched the end of season two. I am not watching this season. I Ever since I knew I was going to lose Riggs, I was just out. So I'm, with, I, I'm not upset I, about it either. I, I get it. I, like, And I, I had the same, but it's still Lethal Weapon, so I still watched episode one. If I get super bored one night, I'll watch the next one and the next one. Like, it's just, but it's not going to be, I'm not tuning in. Right, right. It's, it's it's not like something I'm actively searching on my DVR. Zero priority. Well, let's move on to some happier news. Josh, you like Disney, right? I love Disney. Would you like to have Disney on demand at your fingertips at all times? I might. That's exciting for you because the good news is that we have uh, a compilation of everything uh, we know so far about the Disney streaming service. Um, we've talked about a lot of this stuff, like kind of throughout random episodes as news kind of hit. Um, but we're actively going closer and closer to the launch of this service. And really, you know, what we've got together here is pretty much a lot of the stuff we already know, right? All the Disney movies are going to be on there. The Marvel movies are going to be on there. Star Wars is going to be on there. We know about... No, 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 no. I read, I read something about... I read something about not... Uh, the first six episodes of Star Wars because of copyright won't be on there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the weird thing. Like, we'll have all the new ones. We'll okay. have episodes seven, seven, and eight, eight, and then eventually nine. Probably nine, right? And then probably like the Star Wars stories, you like should, Solo, yeah, Rogue Solo, one. and Rogue One, right? Okay. Um, there there is some so copyright issues what with is TNT. Yeah, about the first of the uh, TNT and TBS reserve the copyrights for the. Original trilogy, episode four, five, and six, apparently. And the prequels? Um, I don't believe the pre... Uh, no, yes, and the prequels. Um, there is reports that Disney is trying to buy those rights back. So who knows? It, we could get them what by is the time the, uh, this service what, launches. What is the subscription fee for this, uh, this, this juggernaut? That is a great question. There isn't an exact price yet. That's one of the things we don't know. <laughs> They're judging public interest. How much could we charge? How much would you pay for this? Because uh, because every because when they put all their when they put Lady and the Tramp back in the vault for 3 years and they do, mm-hmm. they can wheel that shit out for like 25.99. Where like the average price of a DVD is $8 less than that. Right. But that's so, the shit they do. They do it all the time. And from what we understand, this is launching next year this in 2019. Gonna be, this is going to be 10 plus per month. It's got to be. I'm that's, surprised they haven't given a pricing yet. Though. That's too much. Well, you pay what? 12, 14 for your Netflix? Uh, I don't know what I, I mean. 12, I guess. I mean, I pay 13 or 14 bucks for my Netflix. That's to, you know, have the four screens playing at once. And I have three. Well, yeah, but but there's either the two screen plan or the four screen two. plan. I have two. Okay, so you're pl- probably playing closer to eleven or twelve. I'm paying fourteen. I only have two TVs, and there's not a whole lot. Like the kids can't use Netflix on their iPads, and like, right. so it's only ever really me and Laura. Um, I share mine with my entire family, well, who are all over the United States of America nope, right now. Not so okay. that's not okay. So I pay the fourteen. Um, what do you think? What do you? What is your guess? What would you pay for this service? 
knowing what the, the content's on there. Plus, we're going to get the original Loki show and Scarlet Witch show on I, there. I know. My, my problem is, like, for Disney content, I'm going to buy all of that on iTunes. Okay. Like, generally. Okay. And I don't want to be dependent on their, like, just in case there are cycles of in and out on a streaming service, like, not having all of that content at my fingertips, I would have a problem with, and my kids would have a bigger problem with. Mm, this is, I mean, it's tough because I own so much of it. Like, if it's. So you'd pretty much be paying just for the original content at this point, whatever original Marvel, Star Wars content they come out with. Right. So, like, let's put this in, let's just do the math, right? If it's 10 bucks a month, Okay, 120 a year. How many of these movies come out annually? Really? Um, per the Disney Vault guidelines, last time I w- was it like really deep into this, uh, they re-release every. Not re-release. Not re-release. How many original movies b- b- between Star Wars? Um, okay, Marvel. And- so let's think about it this way: you've got at least two to three Marvel movies a year. Uh huh. Let's just say one Star Wars movie a year, maximum. Because they, yeah, it's every two acts years. a couple of the, their plans. Yep. And let's say there's at least at least one Disney proper movie and okay. one Pixar movie okay. a year. So that's so that's six solid six. I would say anywhere between six to ten Disney like new original Disney content every year. We're talking about like having to buy six movies on iTunes at 19.99 a piece that's 120 that's the same price as if i were paying 9.99 a month now if that 9.99 a month guarantees me access to all of that all the time without being pulled off the shelf because they own it mm-hmm. okay and then adding to that loki scarlet witch and whatever else they add plus all of the legacy disney stuff i don't own um like I own Sword in the Stone and things like that on mm-hmm. on iTunes, but I don't own all of that stuff. So like if it included all of that and I wouldn't have to buy the movies for 20 bucks a pop, I would pay 9.99 a month. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think that's about the right the right price, you know. Um I'm also thinking and and this is not anything that's in the article which is included in the show notes. Um I, I'm thinking they're also going to, you got to remember, there's also like old Mickey Mouse and Disney uh, shorts, like the Merry Melody stuff. I would watch that stuff. You're not going to watch would. like the Steamboat Willie black and white I would shit. watch Steamboat Willie all day long. You're not, not, all day you're long. not watching a, Steamboat Willie all day long. I, I beg to differ. I've been spending the past three weeks rewatching Lois and Clark. I would watch me some Steamboat Willie. Okay. Uh, you could have been watching Sons of Anarchy or The Wire. Mm, yeah, well, I, I gotta watch Doctor or Who or Capaldi's Doctor Who. You could have been watching that. Yeah, well, it's my go to bed show. I watch Lois and Clark before I go to bed. I can't watch Doctor Who before I go to bed. That's crazy talk. Honestly, we still don't know a ton about it, and we're closing up on uh, on the end of 2018. So I gotta expect some big news coming out for this. But let's move on to a, a new trailer that we got this week. Uh, we've talked about this many episodes ago about Taron Edgerton. Playing uh, Elton John in the new Rocket Man, Sir Elton John, my friend. Sir, yes, I'm sorry, Sir Elton John, uh, in the new Rocket Man movie. We got a trailer, a teaser trailer this week. Oh, I was, oh, 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 oh. I was excited. This looks good, and surprisingly, this Taron Edgerton singing the songs. Oh yeah, yeah, he's absolutely singing them. He you, looks the part. Which you know is crazy. who? Like he's when you think about like actors, foreign actors, not American, right? Foreign actors, right? Maybe. Guys that aren't like like big hulking guys, they're surprisingly shifty, good action guys. There's shit ones. 
Like guys that can sing and do different stuff. There's shit ones like Hugh Jackman. And then there's Taron Edgerton, who is amazing in every way. I feel like your unfounded hate for Hugh Jackman is just too much. Anyway, Taron Edgerton does look amazing. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this movie. It looks like it's it's. Uh, it's a bi a biopic a biopic however you want to say it biopic is the right way i i say biopic but i get made fun of um but it looks like it's like kind of a fantastic like kind of musical kind of the way like you know how um across the universe was very much just the story about the beatles but it's gonna be a little out there because elton john was you know he was on some shit yeah most definitely so it's gonna be out there right and and elton john like i'm not you know Elton John's not a stranger about it. If you if you watched uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yes, yes. Like Elton John's right right out there in your face. Do you think on that set, Elton John looked at Taron Edgerton and was like, hey, you know what? You should play you me. You should play me. Uh, look, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't, I don't think anything that happens in, like in movies is like in Hollywood is a coincidence. Elton John, Taron Edgerton, they have to like each other, right? Or else he wouldn't be able to make this movie at all. There's no way Elton John would sign off on some dude he didn't like playing him. True, true. And I'm sure Elton John, I'm, I'm pretty sure he has some big producer credits in here and has a lot to say about it. So, well, Especially um, when you consider he's still alive and kicking and still like yep. one of the best musicians in the world. Yeah, even in his, you know, I'm pretty sure he's being held up by strings at this point. Um, you know, Weekend at Bernie style. But yeah, I, I, I definitely, I feel you there. Uh, Rocket Man is coming out May seventeenth, twenty nineteen. So we only got like seven months. It's gonna start the start the summer movie season. So looking forward to that. Running down his fuse up here alone, Brian. <laughs> also, something that we talked about a couple a couple episodes ago. I was fully tumescent. Well, why don't why don't you break, oh, break will, the news to the world here? I will. Monty Python's Flying Circus is on Netflix in America. People, you can watch. Monty Python's Flying Circus whenever you want. You don't have to wait for that like late night Tuesday, like when it's followed you got served on BBC America. You don't have to wait. Uh I, I was a huge fan of Monty. I am a huge fan of Monty Python. Oh, so um, good. So dry. It's so great. Uh I, I'm definitely looking forward to watching just a couple episodes of this stuff. Listen, uh, especially like some of the 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 sketches that come to mind were like the the Ministry of Silly Walks and the self defense class. I can Those watch Ministry of Silly Walks all the time. It <laughs> never stops being hilarious. Uh, so yeah, so it's officially on Netflix. So go ahead and uh, start binge watching some uh, Monty Python, but not um, before you watch the Capaldi episodes of Doctor Who. I'm not gonna do it. I'm telling our viewers to do mm. it, okay? All right. We all know I have a very long list of things that I need to catch up on, which includes it's long, our it's next It's longer topic. than Mike. Well, it's long. It's, it's quite that. long. Um, but also, in, in my list of things that I need to catch up on, I am behind on Black Mirror. I know CJ is completely up to date, and I know, Josh, you don't really watch this, but uh, I do want to talk about their their plans for a, a choose-your-own-adventure Black Mirror yeah, on Netflix. I did. So essentially, it's going to be just like any of those like choose your own adventure novels. You know, they're, they're going to play a piece of the story and then you're going to be able to choose which direction you want the story to go. And then they'll play the next piece in the Netflix UI. Like, where is this done? Um, I'm pretty sure it's in the Netflix UI. I'm actually 
looking through the, uh, the article right now. But it's being tested right now, and it, I don't think so there's ins- any plans. So instead of saying, are you still watching, it's going to say, which one of these options do you want? And they'll create, I don't know, up to what, two, three, four? How many are they going to give you? Honestly, <laughs> this article just talks about the, the concept. It doesn't just, really give you It sounds like much they haven't detail. thought it through. I think this is a – and I, I said this uh, when we – had this discussion a few months ago i think uh uh it was the hbo thing that i was totally opposed to Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um you should not be able like listen that's lazy shit just make me a good show i don't i shouldn't be able to tell you what i will say is netflix has already done this with some of their uh animated programs um the animated program puss in book uh, viewers must choose whether the felines fight or uh, go up a tree or something like that. So, can you gamble on the feline fights? I, I don't think you can. Um, then I wouldn't would participate in that. Like, no, I mean, I think it. Look, I'm not talking about dog fights. That's, I mean, that's out. That's way out there. Cat fights are totally different. Watching two cats fight, like when they both stand <laughs> up on their their back feet and like threaten each other, that's hilarious. Um, I will say this. It is going to only be one episode in the next season of Black Mirror, the fifth season, which will be uh, is expected to release in December. Um, but so other than test. that, it's no real. It's a, test. it's a test. No real um, details on how many different storylines they're going to give you, Josh, or how many different options you get. Um, but I, I think it's interesting. I, I would watch that episode. Like I, if it's built into the UI. Right. If I don't have to do a separate app thing and follow along and download, because that's that shit's been done too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where it syncs and the, eh, I don't know. I'm not interested in that whatsoever. But if it's through the UI and I have more than two options, that's really what I, oh, and also more than two wrinkles. There would have to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, normally, I mean, most choose your own adventure books only give you two options, but like as you, create those options more and more branches of the story kind of come out i don't foresee them doing more than two options at a time but i do see them over let's say an hour-long episode having it happen like every 10 minutes or so like you might have five or six different choices to make throughout the episode i'd watch that so i'm interested i I think it's going to be uh Pretty cool to see how that turns out. And then, you know what? If I screwed up and I, I didn't like the ending, I'll just go back, go watch back the episode again, again yeah. and do the different choices. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, as a test, it's a very interesting concept, right? One episode out of a season. But did we get enough participation and enough right. new viewers to to justify doing this for a whole year? And in that case, that's, you know, that's uh, that's groundbreaking, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's the first time I've ever seen it on this scale. I yeah, mean, it's a, it is a ridiculous scale. You're absolutely right. It's just saying just saying something like this will be available in a Netflix original that is a popular show. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a huge yeah. deal. So I'm, I'm not I'm not I don't, I'm not trying to poo poo it. I'm just not a fan of the idea in general. If they can pull it off, I'll be a huge fan of it. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. And like I said, yeah, December is only a couple months away, so. We should be able to see soon. Um, in other Netflix news, Netflix has announced that they are developing adaptations of the Chronicles of Narnia series. Uh, Josh, were you a fan of the Chronicles of Narnia at all? I, no, I think I think I just missed it. Um, but uh, I think 
I don't know if Christian read a book. I think Laura's a fan. I'm not really. Uh, this is not something. I only say Narnia when it's like where and I can't find something. That's right. Where, it's lost in Narnia. It have, it's it's Narnia. Right? <laughs> where does that door go? Narnia. That's the only place I know it goes for sure. So um, that's, I the, actually, that's my only frame of reference. I will say this. I read all the books uh, as a kid growing up. There are seven of them. Uh, so there's a lot of material there. And, you know, we we all saw the movies that were released. Uh, they they actually are still releasing The Silver Chair um, as a big budget movie. But we've gotten The uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. We've gotten Prince Caspian, uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, and, you know, soon The Silver Chair. Um, I think it's, this is a much better idea to do as a Netflix show. It's, it's not like the, the concepts are too heavy that you can't fit in two and a half hours. But I think... This could be fun, and you could do a lot of different things with that world. I think a story like that deserves eight to ten 45-minute episodes, mm-hmm. right? And and you get way more story. Way more story. And way you more spend story. one season on a book. There are seven books. And I'll, and I'll, I'll put it like in perspective, uh, Lemony Snicket's series of Unfortunate Events, the movie was good. The Netflix series over two seasons is far better. I have heard that. I've, I've I mean, it's only far, seen the first episode, but it, what better. I saw was very good. And I mean, obviously, we all love Jim Carrey as Count Olaf. NPH does an amazing job. He's hilarious. My kids are my kids walk around quoting him. Just what's this? It's bread. Wrong. It's bread. <laughs> right, and he do, he does it. He does it all through the first season, and it's hilarious. But they're still quoting it years later. They've binge watched the series probably five, six times the whole way through. And I've watched it a couple times the whole way through. It's so good. So even though I don't understand any of the story and haven't seen any of the movies, if it was a Netflix show that starts from the beginning, mm-hmm. I'd watch. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think this is. A great idea. Um, no word on you know casting or release dates or anything like that. It's still in the very infant stages, but I'm on board. Um, so you know, expect to see more news about that coming soon. Um, but now we can move on to my favorite part of the show. Oh, you mean the things that are affecting the world and myself in particular, the comic book world? That's right. We talk about the comic books in uh, Marvel and DC, and mostly <laughs> how it affects yours truly. It is time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So, as I stated before, New York City Comic Con is going on right now. We there are a few little snippets, little stories. We're I gonna have cover. way more next week. Way more next week, but something that we Saturday's did a get, big day, right? Tomorrow's a big day. Yeah, tonight and Saturday are going to be your like major news days. Um, but we did get some some pretty cool news that came out last night, and you know some this afternoon. Um, but DC Universe Titans, which is set to premiere on the DC Universe app on October 12th. Not only did they Can't show wait. the first two episodes uh, at the Comic-Con, which have gotten very good responses, very good reviews from what I've seen. But they also announced that's already renewed for a second season. Good. So before we even get to see episode one, we already know we're going to get an entire season of this. I'm excited, Josh. I I, I, I mean, know you're excited to watch the, the show. Look, look, the trailers have been solid. Uh, it is dark and gritty. It mm-hmm. is super dark and gritty. Very dark um, and gritty, yes. But the story looks fantastic. So I am very excited. 
Christian, like Christian, can't watch it, and I'm sad about no it. No way, no way, no, no way. No, I but, know, I, I know, and I'm gonna like swear him off it. But I mean, he's he he knows it's coming, and he can't watch it. I do want to be clear when we say dark and gritty, we are talking about the tone and not the new Flyers mascot. Um, <laughs> although that is terrifying, it is dark and gritty. It is it is a whole world that I don't want to go into. And yes, I just made a sports reference. For you guys keeping tally. Maybe the Flyers twice. took their inspiration from the DC universe. Maybe. That would make a lot of sense. I mean, I'd watch a movie with Batman and Gritty in it. Just, you know, putting that out there. <laughs> um, that would be that would be interesting because Batman, you know, could kill some people and scream Martha and Gritty would just run around scaring everybody. It'd like, be awesome. Dancing like he's got a hula hoop around him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this that's exciting. But what I'm even more excited about is in that same panel, the DC Universe panel, they announced uh, and showed a little trailer for the new Harley Quinn animated series. Oh, so good. And we have our voice of of Harley Quinn is going to be Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory. So, Josh, real quick, you watched the video. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I thought it was hilarious, which is cool. I thought Kaylee Cuoco was brilliant. Um, uh, I I actually, uh, you know, She's amazing and I'm in love with her, but you know, that's something <laughs> totally different. Um, it has no bearing on my opinion of the quality of this program, which I think it'll be fantastic. Uh, yeah. Um, it, the trailer pretty much was Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy uh, talking about Harley Quinn's new show and how much fun it's going to be. <laughs> and how Poison Ivy be. like is just the most debbiest downerist ever. Played by Lake Bell, which, you know, I, I did not know she was going to be in this show. They've announced some other people who are going to be in it. They haven't really said what characters are going to be. Um, but it, it's really like Harley Quinn's the very bubbly, like, this is going to be great. And then like Poison Ivy's kind of poking fun at DC, the DC Extended Universe saying that's well, not like what the Bell, fans want. Like they Lake want Bell us to be very dark. Much. Yeah. All right. Lake Bell. I can get behind that. That's amazing. I had no idea that's who was voicing her. Yeah, this yeah, is I was be I was surprised as well. This 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 looks like a lot of fun. Like you said, I think Kaylee Cuoco is great as the voice of Harley Quinn. She's she's got that meant like that kind of bubbly personality, but kind of almost psychotic thing. Down. Oh yeah, super psychotic. Yeah, for sure, super psychotic. Like you know, she seems like oh, she seems like fun, and then she like takes it a little bit too far, and you're like oh. I did appreciate the Deadpool animated series joke that they made. That was really good. Poking a little fun at the Deadpool cartoon that never came to be. Uh, she pretty much says, and unlike the Deadpool cartoon, this one's actually going to come out. So yep. that was fun. Um, but yeah, this is going to be great. It is actually going to be uh, not released this year, but early 2019 after Titans wraps up. Uh, Harley Quinn should be premiering on the DC Universe app, which. So we're really- just, just, we have just, uh, just continuity. We could just keep watching the DC Universe every week and have something new. Yeah, and I think I mentioned this before. Um, their plan is starting October 12th when Titans premieres to have a brand new original series episode premiere every week. So you're going to have 12 weeks of Titans, and then right after Titans wraps up, you're going to have a new show. And it, that's worth the price of admission well, alone for we're me. We're not sponsored by DC Universe, but we should be. <laughs> because everyone should be signing up and watching this. Absolutely. I mean, speaking of DC Universe, while we're talking about it, have you ventured into anything new on your DC Universe app? Um, 
I watched I, I watched Batman Returns. So <laughs> wow! Just like a break from the, from the animated. Okay, right? and I and I went. I I needed I needed like some Danny DeVito Chester Copperpot action. I, I feel you. Okay. Um, I'm still working through Lois and Clark. I'm on the last season, so I'm almost done. Um, and then after that, who knows? Maybe I'll buy a boat. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna what the next thing on the docket for my DC Universe streaming is, but I definitely am looking forward to uh, Titans, which comes out on the 12th. So probably by then, I'll be done with Lois and Clark, and we'll start watching the the new Titans show. Yay! Um, so I do want to mention this for a brief second. I don't care what CJ says. I will talk about what I want because I'm hosting this show today. So fuck off, CJ. <laughs> we did get a trailer, a new trailer for Aquaman today. I don't want to go too far into it because I know CJ wants to talk about it. Okay. It was a five and a half minute trailer. Josh, just real quick impressions. What did you think? Oh, I got to tell you. I saw it and I went, I don't want to watch it. And oh, you didn't I, watch it. And then I just didn't watch it because I figured it's better than being angry about it. <laughs> I will say this. Um, it's better than the first trailer. My my main concern is that if you need five and a half hours to sell me your or five and a half minutes to sell me your movie, I don't have a lot of faith in your well, movie. I, you, the problem is you're showing me a chunk of your movie. Yep, essentially that's, that's not what a trailer. Look, I, and and if it is, and if it is a trailer, then you're showing me too much of the pivotal moments of the movie in 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 five second increments or whatever. Well, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I um, I'm gonna watch. Obviously, I obviously I, I'll go see Aquaman. That's for sure. Um, but I'm not I'm not interested in any trailers. I at this point I've set the bar so low. That they just they could do the worm over it <laughs> pretty easily, and like they wouldn't need to be particularly uh, like acrobatic about it. They just get over the bar pretty easily. It's like a credit card on the floor is my bar. Yeah, I I, I gotta say, um, I want to be excited for for the movie in general, but I, I'm not getting any sort of warm fuzzy feelings about it. Um, I will say this, at the end of the trailer, they do finally show Aquaman in his classic orange uh, suit with the the green tights and the trident. And that was that was a great visual. Cool. I'm just I'm still worried about this movie for no other reason. No issues, Brian, in in all these movies with visuals. No. Yeah. The visuals are always great. The visuals are amazing. It's the story that sucks. And. Aquaman is already a bad story and uh, Jason Momoa is already not a good actor. So it's just, I get him as Aquaman. I'm totally cool with him as Arthur Curry. I to- yes. I'm, I'm signed up for Jason Momoa in an ensemble type aspect. If you're trying to make Aquaman anything bigger than Ant-Man, you've got a problem. And right now, that's what they're trying to do. And I've got a problem with that. That's I feel you. Um, I will. We'll, we'll go into more detail with CJ next week because I can hear CJ. CJ, I hear you while you're editing being like, I said it, Margo. you. I don't care. We're talking about it. But we'll go into more detail and talk about it with CJ next week. But let's 
take a, a little trip over to the other side of the comic book spectrum. To Marvel? Got some Marvel news. Got some Marvel news. Uh, we did get some uh, on-set uh, video slash little snapshots of Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio and Spider-Man Far From Home. And my only question, Josh, is where is the goddamn fishbowl? Where's the fishbowl? I, I don't need him to wear it all the time. But if you're going to show me some it. pictures, show me the fucking fishbowl. Well, I think, you know, the thing, same thing, like the pictures, uh, your reaction to Brie Larson and the pictures. I think there's there's some things that we're missing. And I think there's some things that they can like the the fishbowl isn't going to be a fucking piece of glass he wears. It's it's, no, it's got to no. be a, a living thing. And this going to be all CGI. That would be awesome. I didn't even think of that. Well, that would be amazing. That's my expectation. The fishbowl had its own sort of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It has to be CGI. It can't be a fucking thing that he wears. It's got to be CGI. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't expect him to wear it the entire movie either. You just want to see him with a I fucking gla- fishbowl. I just want one right. scene. You'll see where it. Got Look, the there'll fishbowl. be there'll be a promo poster with him. We and make a, a joke about it, and then we never see the fishbowl again. Like, I'm okay with that because I get it. You spent a lot of money to get Jake Gyllenhaal. You want to show his gorgeous face. I understand that. Um, just just one scene. Just something. <laughs> just give me that. And if you're going to show me promo pictures or on-set pictures, that's kind of what I want to see. The costume looks great. He looks great. It's a Marvel movie. Everything looks great. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about him or the way he looks at all. Just give me a little tease. Give me something to look forward to. Um, other than that... I'm excited. It's Spider-Man. Last right. time I checked, I'm contractually obligated to love <laughs> all things Spider-Man. Like my so. blood. I made a blood oath. No, in fact, uh, when, when I was I just was a born, lad. You know how when you're born, they do your little feet print on like the, the birth certificate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They also put my feet print on a contract stating that I will love Spider-Man and everything to do with Spider-Man. Brian, so. Brian, I am, I'm, I'm making a sweeping declaration. Go for it. This is the year of our Lord 2018. Before the end of the year of our Lord 2019, I will have found the perfect art and gotten you a Spider-Man tattoo. We I am on do, board for this. We will do that within the next, what is October? We will do that within the next 14 months. I am, I am okay with this. This is approved by Brian Thornton and that kind of nerd by proxy. <laughs> Expect a text message from my father in a couple days. Yeah, that's fine. He's he's gonna like warn me off of hepatitis. I have a, t- a giant <laughs> tattoo of my children. I'm, I don't have hepatitis. Uh, in other Spider-Man news, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse got a new trailer that uh, premiered ahead of New York Comic Con, and I gotta say, this movie looks fun as fuck. I'm excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm more excited for this movie than I ever was for a Venom movie, and that's a little sad. But this looks great. That's not sad. Uh, it's still Spider-Man, and it's it's multiple Spider-Men uh, or Spider-Man. Give me all of the Spider-Men and women. Give Depending, them all to me. Right. Or Spider-Hams. I will accept <laughs> your Spider-Hams as well. I'm spider excited. Pig, Spider-Pig does whatever a Spider-Pig does. But yeah, this, this trailer, what we thought was just going to be a movie with maybe Miles and Gwen and Peter... Turns out we've got Spider-Man Noir, voiced by Nicolas Cage. We have a Spider-Man Japanese mech. We have Spider-Ham, which is an indeed an actual character from the 70s. That's not just a Simpsons thing. 
Um, and it looks it looks like fun. It looks it looks funny. Have you? <laughs> My favorite part of the trailer was um, Peter Parker's narrating, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I've done all this stuff. I've got a comic book. I got a serial. I did a Christmas album." Did you see some of the 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 songs for the Christmas album? I didn't. I didn't. I, I like. I was not. I was not paying enough attention to this trailer. I was watching it. It was entertaining. It it, it obviously ratcheted up a notch from the last one. But no, I did not notice the names. <laughs> some of the names are really funny, and I highly encourage you guys to uh, watch the trailer, pause it, and, and read through some of these names. But the one that jumped out to me was "Joy to the World" (parentheses) because I just saved it. <laughs> and, and just like th- those are the types of songs that are on spider-man's christmas album i i think i think this is going to be great i i'm looking forward to it the, you know we commented a lot about this cj is very on board for this and how sony should just do this stuff and and leave the live action stuff alone when is the uh, release december 8 december 18th 17th theaters theaters week before christmas oh yeah yeah so this is definitely going to be like my Christmas week movie. Um, what do, is there? I didn't see a rating. Is there a rating? Expected rating PG for action, violence, and brief language. PG. Or it's, that's it's, amazing. This is saying either PG or PG thirteen. They haven't Dude, officially released the rating. That's yet. crazy. If it's look, if it's mild enough to be considered for PG, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, and I, I like not not not. I don't mean like for me. If it's PG thirteen, Christian's watching it either way. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, the kid's gonna be eleven. He's all right. But for everyone else, right, a a PG, even a PG, like, edging-type rating means parents will be willing to let their kids see it. That's very cool. Yeah, very I, cool. I'm, uh, I'm totally on board. I, either way, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I did get to see, I will not tell you how, but I did get to see a, a brief scene of the movie as well. And it, I can confirm it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like it's going to be enjoyable. So that's coming out this year. So uh, not too much longer to wait. But meanwhile, in another Spider-Man universe, the Sony Spider-Man universe, uh, Venom came out this weekend. As I mentioned, I saw it. Um, But Tom Hardy was saying this week that all the best scenes of Venom got cut out. Now, I will try to talk about this story without giving you my feelings of the movie, but I will also say this. A couple of days later, he did take it back. It was like, oh, that's not what I meant. It was taken out of context. I tend to believe that's what he meant. Yeah, yeah. He he said what he meant, and then they said, well, you have to walk it back. And he was like, oh, okay, but I said what I meant, but I'll, I'll walk it back. Yeah, prob- that, that's most definitely, this is most definitely the studio strong-arming him and saying, dude, this movie is about to get released in like two days. Why would you say that? You got to take it back. Um, but have you seen the movie yet, Josh? Not yet. Not yet. I, I could I could not get there this afternoon. I wanted to, could not do it. Uh, I'm going to see it in the next week. I'm not sure. I will say this, having seen the movie, I got a feeling Tom Hardy was probably right. But <laughs> Oh, shit. That is all I will say about it. Moving on uh, to round out our Cape Talk news. We do have to address something very sad, uh, dear viewers. Uh, Chris Evans this week did tweet out that he did finally wrap his filming officially on Avengers 4 and said some very heartfelt things about playing Captain America. Just read the tweet. I'm about to. I'm pulling it up. 
The Chris Evans wrote on Twitter today, officially wrapped on Avengers 4. It was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience. Thank you for the memories. Internally grateful. Which makes me think that uh, not only is Chris Evans not coming back, I don't think we're going to see Cap. Cap's going to die, saving everybody. But, you know, at that point, you either get a... uh, a Sam Wilson cap, or you get a Bucky cap, right? Uh yeah. I mean, in in theory, hopefully. Um, but I I gotta say, I mean, he did so much to define that character. I'm oh, going dude, to be sad I'm, to see him see him go. I'm not happy about. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it. That's not my take on it. I think he could be Captain America forever because mm-hmm. he's pretty young. Looks pretty young. He's probably got a solid. My opinion, he could he could continue making movies as Cap for the next 17 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, and, and I, I got to say, uh, there's been just nothing but, you know, huge support on Twitter. A lot of fan art. Uh, the most notable, there, there's some fan art of him, like, kind of walking in the distance. There's my favorite fan art has been... Um, a, a stage of Captain America, and, and I'm I'm trying to pull it up to show you, Josh. Uh, there's a stage of Captain America from each movie, um, with the tagline up top. I can do this all day, which is no, oh, yeah, something that yeah. Cap has said multiple yep. times. He says at least once every movie. Very cool, very very sad. And uh, Chris Evans, I know you're listening to this because we're we're just that amazing. We are that amazing. We are we are sad to see you go, sir. And uh, you know, many, many happy uh, returns and the best in your future endeavors. But please, we, we kind of hate you for leaving. <laughs> well said. <laughs> uh, so that wraps up uh, the Cape Talk news. Uh, we'll, we'll have way more Cape Talk next week uh, once we get all the news coming out of New York City Comic Con. Uh, but now it is time to uh, take a product or a product. CJ likes to say we do other things, but it's most of the time a product. And we uh, look it over, we test it out, and we give it the third degree, which we call the nerd degree. So, Josh, you found this uh, this uh, article that headlines, The Pix lets you put electronic images on your smart backpack. Yep. What What is this? Talk me through this. All right. So you've got... Uh a need to carry things. I I do. Yes. I carry things a lot. And most of the time in my pockets, people carry things all the time, right? Maybe you carry clothing or maybe you carry a laptop or other things, but you have different ways you could wear those. One of those ways is a backpack. What I found interesting about this article is that this backpack allows you, it's got a, it's got a digital display and you can program pictures or words or things onto its digital display. I thought that was interesting. Is that it? I just customized my backpack essentially. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, but instead of, you know, being like, you know, super cool and having all the possible little like badges and patches and things that you flare that you could put on there. Now you see, Josh, I see you have, the minimum amount of flair. You have 13 pieces of flair. Right. But, you know, CJ, I know, he he tends to have 32 or more pieces My, of flair. Do you, do you want me to wear more flair? 
I, I I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you know, be more like CJ. He he seems really bought into the flair idea. When they told me uh, that they said that it was 13 pieces of flair, I had and I'm wearing 13 pieces of flair. I I I, I understand. I'm just saying that you, you might not be bought into the idea of the flair. Um, but maybe if you were to get a pack backpack like this. Would that constitute more than 13 pieces of I, Could I design my own picture? And, because uh, what yes. I think I would do is figure out how to digitally draw either, and I have two choices here, the, the way I, I think I'd display my attitude for those behind me uh, while I'm wearing a backpack, is either, I think it's, it's, I can't even, it's not really two, it's kind of 1A, 1B. And one is I would just have to figure out the mechanics of drawing a middle finger. Uh, and if I couldn't figure that out, it would just be the classic sort of cock and balls. Uh, yes, yes. Drawn right. on many, many book covers all over America. Super classic on a backpack mm-hmm. as you walk behind me. Um, that actually brings me to my main concern with this is that this is just fodder to put extremely lewd or profane oh, images dude, like on that, your back. Look, the 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 girl that uh, when I went up to her and was like, "Hey, kind of like you. You want to dance?" She's like, "No." Now, all for the next week, my backpack says, "Fuck you, Jenny." <laughs> all week. Um, I mean, that's I I feel like Jenny deserves that at that point. But on our on our normal uh, scale that we give every single nerd degree, Josh, where do you put this uh, smart backpack? Oh, I it's it's uh, it's real simple. Um, I put it as awesome as telling Jenny fuck off. I found a better dance because I do think it's that. Um, okay, so I I would put this as uh, in terms of uh, I guess we're talking high school dance cards, which is normally what we do, right? Right. I would rate this as. Um, I came alone and I was kind of in the corner, just, you know, minding my own business. Uh, And, you know, Jenny, uh, while being rejected by you, came over to me and splashed her drink in my face. I don't think this is a great idea. (laughs) You were already so alone. I was already lonely. I was already (laughs) upset by everything. And then Jenny just went ahead and went over top So I I mean, I look, I look, I never expected on our standard unit of measure to hear that from you. I I know it's probably the worst I've given on on the scale that we always use. You really hate this backpack. I just don't think there's a a need for it. And I I, I foresee a lot of need for it. I just think it's awesome. There's just a lot of trips to the principal's office that I see going (laughs) down or, you know, if you're. That's actually my favorite part. Or like is by the time I get to the principal's office, I will have reprogrammed. Like when I get to the principal's office. It will uh, thank Professor Snape for keeping his abnormally large nose out of (laughs) the business of the Marauders map. Like that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like (laughs) it's like I can just reprogram it while I'm being escorted violently, you know, by this overzealous substitute to the principal's office. I'm changing it in my app, and it's going to thank him for keeping him his abnormally abnormally large nose. Out of my Marauders map. 
I win all around. This this is true. That the, unfortunately does not change my feeling about it. But oh, Brian, I wish we were in class together. I could have just brought you along. <laughs> I It'd that would have been fun. Yeah, it would only like seven years too late. Um, <laughs> so a new segment that we have been uh, going over starting last week is our question of the week, and we actually got a lot of responses to this question of the week. Um, I was overjoyed to see such uh, very smart, thoughtful responses, and some not so much. Um, but CJ posted on our uh, social medias, what fictional villain or monster scared you as a kid? So I, I wanted to read a, a couple of different comments that we've gotten. First and foremost, executive producer Brian Roman always weighs in, as he usually does. He said, the bees from My Girl. They were terrifying. Of course, they're, they're, they're bees. Of course, they're terrifying. Uh, another Patreon subscriber, Andrew Capilla, uh, which I'm sensing a theme going on here because his answer is the villain that scared me the most was Freddy Krueger at a very early age. My older brother made me watch Nightmare on Elm Street. And for many years, I was afraid of boiler rooms. <laughs> I got to tell you, Andrew, I was afraid of boiler rooms without Nightmare on Elm Street. So, I, I mean, I can only imagine the amount of fear that comes out, out, out of uh actually seeing it as an early, as an early child uh we had mad dog pavement say vigo the carpathian from ghostbusters 2 absolutely dude vigo was scary as shit that's really? a good call out mad dog pavement <laughs> uh mad dog uh i i got i mean yeah I, I say vigo was was scary but his little henchman dude was Nah, definitely comical. come on. He was no, no, comical. No. Um, that's what I'm saying. It kind of took the bite away from Vigo for me. Not as a away kid. from Vigo. No, Vigo it the did. Carpathian. It, it did for me. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm just I'm saying how I feel. Let me feel wow. my feels, Josh. That's no. You can feel your feels. That's actually a really good call out. That's good. Um, and then we also said, uh, Sayward Croshaw. I wasn't scared of any iconic movie villains. Well, la di da. It was some of the Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. A vampire family and some creepy gray parallel universe people were the worst. <laughs> That's fantastic. I got I gotta say, reading these responses makes me afraid all over again. Um I do wanna say uh uh <laughs> Ergo Globe on um Instagram, which I'm pretty sure is a guy Bilal I went to high school with. Said that T Rex from the first Jurassic Park, scariest shit ever. When he ate the guy who was taking a dump, the T Rex isn't the villain in Jurassic Park, and I know he already called me out about this. The T Rex is the instrument with which villainy happens. Newman is the villain of Jurassic Park. You're gonna have an issue with my answer. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna get wait. to it. Oh, we're gonna wait. Yeah, we're gonna, oh, we're gonna wait. Gonna we got a couple more. We got a couple more. But but based on that, based on that comment, you're gonna have an issue with my answer. Go uh Ginny Lawler. Remember the villain from Little Monsters? That stuff of nightmares. I haven't seen Little Monsters in forever, so I don't remember the villain. Do you? What is little what is Little Monsters? It's that uh, uh it's that one with is it Freddy Savage? It's one of the savages, and Howie uh, Mandel is nah. like this blue uh I, I don't remember. I will take your word for it, uh, Ginny, Ginny Lawler. Len Mozico, Anthony Perkins in Psycho. I was 14 and didn't pull the shower curtain all the way for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, most definitely. And then uh, the lovely Laura Burns said David Bowie in Labyrinth, which I would comment David Bowie in general. Pretty scary. <laughs> 
Labyrinth is a scary ass movie when you're a kid. And then you watch it again when you're 35 and you're like, why is his peep poking out of those spandex like that? Oh, those spandex are so tight. Oh, I mean, it's just, I can see the whole tip. (laughs) And I was a child watching this. So what sort of subliminal shit was, I don't even know. But it not scary, just creepy, just weird. Um, so I thought about this, right? Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on record. I was not censored as a child. My mm-hmm. parents just let me watch whatever the fuck. Uh, and, I, you know, obviously the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff and the Friday the 13th and the Michael Myers, the, the scary. That is not the, uh, I mean, the question of the week was... Fictional villain or monster? Correct. Okay. So for me, it's Satan. The Exorcist was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire... I'm still thoroughly frightened by it. But let me illustrate. As a five-year-old seeing this movie, Satan being the villain, obviously, uh, possessing this little girl or some sort of demon of Satan... Uh, went went to my bedroom and I had one of those beds that had like the the headboard above that could store like books and stuff. So it was like this big bulky thing, right? And I just sort of I pushed my mattress out from the headboard a little bit. I climbed behind the mattress and pulled the mattress toward me so that I was under the bed and nothing could possibly get to me. And I slept like that for four nights. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I think I've heard that story before, actually. I, I think you've actually told old. that story on this show. It's awful. I'll never forget it. I'm still terrified by it. I don't I'm have not, an issue with that answer, though. I'm never. Okay, because I thought you were going to give me the, well, that wasn't the villain. It was something else. I no, don't no, know. no. The, the demon, I don't know if it was necessarily Satan, but whatever demon possesses that girl is absolutely All right, fair the enough, villain or I the monster of that movie. And I'm still terrified. I may have pissed myself just now. I uh, I will say when I read this question, the first thing that popped into my brain was the fluke band from the X-Files. I remember seeing that as a kid and being so scared of plumbing in general. I don't remember, you know, I remember having a difficult time going to use the bathroom again after that episode. That was that was some scary shit. Are you that Googling the, the fluke man now? No, no, no. That was like the, I'm not, it was the, uh, it was like a sewer worm guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had like the, like he didn't have a face and like just the circle with just teeth. It right. Was right. So he looked like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. It's I, not, that, it's not fun. That episode premiered. I was like six or seven. Like I was real young and I saw it and I was just scared to death. Yeah. That's, that's horrifying. You should uh, not have been watching that. N- n- I, I actually was not supposed to be watching it. I just came into the room at the wrong time, oh, if I recall correctly. No, that's the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that is our show. I mean, before we wrap up, Josh, do you have anything to add about the Yankees game going on right now? We're five, three, it's five, three, Um. you know, a little bit, a little bit of a coming back here, but we're, we're uh, bottom seven. There's not a ton of life left. I, I do want to add that on Monday, after all of you have listened to this episode, uh, my hetero life mate, Patrick Tricolo, and I will be at game three in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium 
uh, just yelling our hearts out and cheering for the bombers, the baby bombers. Bring this one home. Sports! <laughs> that is our show for this week, everybody. Uh, CJ should be back next week, so I am uh, sorry if you were thrown off by my illustrious voice doing most of the talking. Um, but don't worry. We'll be back to st- uh, status quo next week. Uh, thank you for making us your walk around the neighborhood, your drive to work. Uh, and absolutely, please help us out. Share the show with your friends. Because as CJ likes to say, sharing is the ultimate internet courtesy. And we thank you for your donation. Don't forget to check us out on patreon.com slash that kind of nerd. And we will see you all next week. JSK! JSK! If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, we'll take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see. There's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as the platform was just too absurd. And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. DJ's gonna cut this out while I'm looking into this. Hey everybody, it's CJ. I know, we said we'd be back next week, but I was editing the show, and it was so good that I had no extra leftover Steiner material. So the following Steiner material is from previous episodes that just had too much Steiner, which I think proves the point that Josh and Brian are way better at this when I'm not there. So I'll I'll see you all next week. Well, welcome to Canada, eh? Half a bag of milk. Um, (laughs) All right. Is that how they greet you in Canada? I've never been. Yeah, they hand you a bag of milk. Hey, eh? Here is a donut and bag of milk. At the border. From a mounted mounted horse guy. By the way, also, here is a loony. A loony is what we call a doll hair. Ridiculous. (laughs) Also, here's the grassy seasons one through four. You should watch. Very good. I am a different person now. (laughs) I don't know why. And your healthcare card. (laughs) Right. You You don't know us. We pay you. You feel better. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Stinger. Hang on one moment. I'm going to mute myself for two seconds. You gotta get, I'm sorry. Something came up. Give me two minutes. Two minutes? Not not legit. Just give me a minute. Measure is changing. Yeah, user, usually I measure time and how long it takes to pee. Right. So it's, it's like, like 20 seconds. So it's like, wait, wait, wait. How long? You, how long? I mean, until you come pick me up. And I'm like, seven pees. Okay, wait. So let me get this straight. Weight is measured in harmonicas. And time is measured in urination. Yes. Yes. So how long? So uh, let's, let's play this out. How long until you pick me up? That's probably going to be like 13 pees. Ugh. I hope you could be quicker because I got this heavy backpack on me. It weighs at least 6,000 harmonicas. 6,000 harmonicas? It's like a There's no way you're carrying a bag that heavy. No, I'm like, I'm like, I got like a dolly. Like, I need your help.